hit record. Well, welcome everyone. It is Wednesday, the 5th of April, 2023. It's an incredible into another month. And, uh, um, and as we're in this Easter week of uh, leading up to the uh, remembering of Jesus' death. So, Father, we commit this morning to you. As we look at your word, Lord, open our eyes, open our ears, open our hearts to understand what you have for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so the passage of scripture today is Luke 4. I know some of you would probably prefer to look at this in the Passion Translation because there's some quite a little bit of different wording here, but this is NIV. So we're continuing our series of uh, how people learn to hear the voice of God or encounter God. And this is story when Jesus was in the synagogue and he read, he was handed the scroll and uh, what he read out. So he went up to, so Jesus, as he went up to Nazareth where he'd been brought up. And on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue as was his custom. He stood up to read and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, the recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, today the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him, and they were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son, they asked. Mm. There's a lot in this passage. Um, Yeah. The... And the song for today, which I need to go back to get to here. More than able. When did I start to forget all of the great things you did? When did I throw away faith for the impossible? How did I start to believe that you were sufficient for me? Why do I talk myself out of seeing miracles? Come on, sing, you are more than able. You are more than able, I believe. You are more than able, I've seen it. You are more than able. Yeah. You are more 
I've come a long way And I've seen how you work There's so much goodness and grace Much more than I deserve And you're not done with me yet. You're not done with me There's so much more to this story. You're not done with me yet. You're not done with me yet. You are more than able, and God, you are not done with me yet. And um, see, the question I've got for today is, Lord, what character of you would you like to reveal to to be revealed to me over, particularly over this long weekend when we take time to remember what God has done for us? And it was interesting. One of my um, friends emailed me like his regular update this morning he talked about um six different natures of god his creative nature his form formational nature his imperative nature his redemption nature redemptive nature his summoning nature and his possessive and securing nature of him i just thought that was um, interesting there's all sorts of different natures of god that he is revealing to us at different times and different seasons so just ask him what nature does he want to reveal to you at this time? I just want to share a little testimony too. We have, you know, we live next to Musgrave Park here and it's becoming tent city at the moment. Um, a lot of uh, homeless people are getting in and because of the housing crisis, like Wesley Mission is just giving people tents to live in because they can't find accommodation for them. And, um, I've been feeling, God, we need to connect with them. Like, cause it's like they're on our doorstep. What, what are you calling us to do? And so on Sunday morning, I just went down and just sat in the park, and said, God, I don't know how to connect with these people. You know, what, what do you want them to do? And I watched as the police went from door to door with all the tents checking on everybody. And how he came back and then later on, Pam and I, like a, literally a half an hour later, Pam and I went and we walked to church and we walked through the park and this um, one of the guys living there called out to us and we had this amazing conversation and we connected with someone in the park. And I thought, oh, God, you did that very quickly. And I just thought, so I just wanted to share that with you. Is there something that 
God's putting on your heart to sort out, but you don't know what to do or how to do it, but God can give you a quick answer to that. So that may be part of your time this morning as well. Okay, so Rex, for your information, what we do now is we go into 20 minutes of um, just sitting by ourselves and listening to the passage, and then we'll come back at the end of that time and share what God put on our heart during that time. So we'll see you guys in 20 minutes. Into it. So welcome back. Sue, it was great to have you back on today. I know you had power supply issues last week. What did God speak to you about today? Um, just that our eyes can be fastened on the Lord and we can hear what he says but not necessarily receive it. Um, and our need of the Holy Spirit and the need of his anointing. And then the word proclaim um, really stuck out to me. Uh, we can, and and that's what I have difficulty with, is proclaiming Jesus to others. And I've been amazed. I've shared my testimony with others and they've had it's had absolutely no impact on them whatsoever. And I've thought, you know, wow, how can you, how can you not have a, not receive anything of what I've said. Um, so what uh, the character of him that I felt was his boldness to proclaim. I mean, he would have known that the people weren't going to receive it, but he, he still proclaimed. He still proclaimed it. And also it struck me he went to the synagogue, as was his custom. I didn't realise that. Yeah, so that's just what came to me today. He was raised to go to the synagogue every week. It was his custom. Yeah. That's oh. it, it, interesting that, like, he, he's called us to proclaim, but he doesn't say that they're going to receive the message, does it? So, oh, so his, his thing, like, I love how, it, like, he talked about uh, his boldness is a character that he, you know, of him that God wants to give to you, I think, is that which is really good. Thank you, Sue. Stuart, let's go to you. Yeah, good morning, everybody. <clears throat> yeah, look, I went from the first verse to the to the last verse, really, because I read um, from the Living Bible. Um, when I first got saved. That was the Bible I read. <laughs> it was like King James. <laughs> it was so good. Um, but it says, you know, he went to the synagogue on Saturday where he'd grown up. And then the last verse is a question. They say, how can this be? Isn't this Joseph's son? Mm. And I think we kind of get caught up in, uh, well, perhaps I do too, because this is this is my calling too. This is my calling. This is what God wants me to do. And uh, the world wants to squeeze you into its mould, like it says in Romans. And if you let it, you won't do these things. You'll be too worried about what people are thinking or um Perhaps your lack of training, perhaps your lack of uh, ability. You know, it's not about not about any of those things. It's it's about God, 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 and His anointing, 
and um, Verity and I have been talking about, you know, Jesus having the fullness of deity living in bodily form. And then it says we have been given fullness. We have been given fullness, which means we have been given fullness. And we have that with us. We have that in us already. So my, my well, it's not my challenge. It is, it, it is a challenge, but it's me changing my thinking and me letting God do what he wants to do and do it. Yeah. You know, shoot, that's what... what um... Well, I always meditate on this. We have this. The Spirit of the Lord is on us. But he's not only on us. He's in us. Uh, he has anointed us. You know, mm-hmm. just as you even, like, meditate that on and come to the realization, how much are we missing out on? Because our headspace is not in that space. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. t- taking on from what Sue said, he has proclaimed these things to us. Mm. Have we accepted it? You mm. know, have others accepted us, but have we accepted what we have? And isn't it Joseph's son? Like, is it? It's like, you know, okay. people, you know, <laughs> like they, grew up with him. they went to school with him. You know, yeah, they, yeah. you know, they did that. They got familiar with him. Um, and they thought, how can he be doing this when he, he's just Joseph's son? And how familiar do we get with each other? But how familiar do we get with God that we don't even? Um, so that's thank you for that. It's a real so it's it's a mindset issue of us being mm. renewed in our mind in doing that as well. So that's really good. Thank you, Trish. Scotty. Um, it was, it was an interesting exercise because I thought God would show, you know, his character in that, oh, you know, show me his kindness, his love, that sort of thing. And, and, and I was thinking about priorities and it was also sparked by what you said, Wes, about the homeless in the park. And I thought how, what, you know, there are things that we, project onto God, you know, from what we've learned, and and sometimes it's correct and sometimes it's not, that we know God is this, God is that, and and we so we we focus on those things. Um, But sometimes we can make God in our mind who we expect him to be and want him to be, which is normal because that's what we, that's just human, you know, what what we do. and then it was, you know, Lord, show me how, you know, you are where that might need to be adjusted. And then I just prayed. Um, yeah, I just said, Lord, what what do I expect from you? What can I expect from you? Because my expectations might be amiss, um, and particularly expectations about my priorities. Um, and then I prayed for the Lord to make both mine and my priori- my husband's priorities to ma- to make his God's priorities ours. Um, and I was also aware that when we do that, 
he will take care of our priorities. But we don't do it. It's a bit like seek first the kingdom and these things will be added to you. But we don't do it in order to get those things added to us. You know, we I just prayed, Lord, give me your make your priorities mine and Justin's. Um and that way our lives will not feel frustrated or like we've you know wasting time or that that sense of um not being effective and so in that the heart for the person even in sharing faith with you know the good news to the poor and so on we often focus on ourselves with i need to speak to this person and and tell them the good news you know we all get that measure of doing it well not doing it well or anxiety or whatever but the heart of God for that person, when we ask for his priorities, it's not just doing this for them. The heart of God is to see them and connect with them and care about them. And out of that is a more natural fruit conversation, fruit sharing that isn't about me ticking a box and you know pleasing God for it. It's it's about actually he cares about that person, so I do. And when I'm I'm not a hundred percent all the time in that place, but when I'm in that place of sharing with someone because I want to care about them like God does, it's a different conversation than when I'm trying to share the gospel with them. I get a different response. And it's a heart change. That is a matching of priorities. I'm, I don't know if I made that very un, very clear, but that's sort of where I was where God sort of was taking me with that. And it might help someone else if they, you know, when they're sharing. So it's a heart change in you. Yeah, make your priorities. Yeah, it's, it's not that these are a number. This is a number of like I can tick a box. I proclaim the gospel. It's actually I care for this person. I love. Mm. And I'm showing forth the love of Christ to this person, and that's the nature and character of God. Yeah, you know, we're we we need we're to be like Jesus. You know, we're we're to be like God without being God, but in a way, we kind of are expressing His heart to them. See, which is, and I said this a couple of times, like it's us being God with skin on to those people. Yeah, showing to like we we're dealing with someone at the moment and. The, my level of frustration with them is extremely high. <laughs> and, and I've got an email from them this morning and I'm thinking, okay, well, it's just take a deep breath. How would Jesus respond to this? You know, like it's it's not, um, you know, it's, it's not antagonistic. It's just that we're frustrated because they're not doing something that we thought that they should be doing. And, and so I've had this, yeah, anyhow. But I was just, my mind was on it as I was doing this this morning. Okay. Yes, how shall I respond to this that actually builds them up and encourages them and helps them to get on and get the job done you know, in a way that Christ would want to do that? I mean, he he also spoke the truth to people. You know, he did that and held them to account. Um, but there was the way he did it that mm. actually drew them in. He could do that because they felt his love for them. I know. Yeah. And that's often what's missing when we feel like, well, you know, I'm telling them the truth. And it's like, yeah, but you're not really communicating the truth of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. Anyway, that's yeah, good. Yeah.
Thanks. That's great. So it sounds like God's actually revealing his nature afresh to you, mm. for you to reveal that afresh to others. Wow, yeah. yeah. Yeah, thanks. That's good. Verity. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I look at this verse, this passage and went, oh, Lord, what am I going to get out of that? See, isn't that typical? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got so much. So I'm not going to do it all because I've gone, jumped all over the place. But the very first thing that stood out was a line in the song that said, Who am I to deny what the Lord can do? Wow. Who can deny it? That's amazing. And then the word proclaimed, very much like Susan said, um, you know, the word proclaimed stood out three times there. I thought, I've never noticed that. There you go. Proclaim. And I'm the same. I have a problem proclaiming. I really do. I sometimes feel like there's a, a real blockage there. And I just believe that the Lord wants to to free me this, you know, from that. But probably the thing that just stood out to me, thank you, Trish, because the Lord just spoke to me as you were speaking. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Learn to rest and trust in me to give you my hearing of other people's hearts. Wow. Wow. Can I I read that again? Yes, please, because I want to write it down. (laughs) Learn to rest and trust in me to give you my hearing of other people's hearts. Out of what you just said, Trish, that's what the Lord just said to me. And how can we proclaim if we don't hear? We go proclaiming, doing it in our own strength, and we're, it's not because our hearts are not wanting for the Lord to, to speak to them. They are. But we need to hear their heart first. Yeah. Less of that and more of this. <laughs> And more of, of the spirit upon us, I think, too, you know, that we are we are operating in that in the spirit. Mm. Wow. So thank you. Thank thank you for sharing, Trish. I really appreciate I, I, it. That's yeah, I, that was beautiful. Thank you for that. All right. right. Jesus gave different answers to different people, mm. even though he was sharing, you know, because he knew yep. what they needed. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So praise the Lord. Amazing. It, see, this is the, this is the beauty of what we're doing here is that we hear the voice of God in community. So yes, we hear from God directly, but we hear from each other yeah. and it clarifies each uh, and doing that. It, like very like <laughs> when we rest in who we are in Christ. Yep. And we receive and we hear what he has. Our proclamation is hearing what they need. So that, like you said, Tristan, that like Jesus answered each one differently. He never Mm. had. Mm. He didn't have a four spiritual laws. No, no, no. 
and I'm not putting together for spiritual as I say is yes. to every situation and yes. God gave him the answer for it, which, which I think is what, that's what you're getting at Trish. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so much in this, so much. I'm going to be looking at it all over the weekend. <laughs> I know that because that's, yeah, that's just amazing. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Rex, did you want to come on and share? Maybe not. Maybe you're having trouble there. We, Shani, while we're waiting for Rex, I know you just had a drink of water. <laughs> Do you want to share what God spoke to you about? You're, it looks like you've been enjoying what everyone's been saying this morning. <laughs> totally. I love that. Uh, even like what Stuart was saying about, you know, it's about God anointing. Just do it. Uh, it's so good. Uh, it's not about us. And, um, yeah, so I asked the question, um, so I just feel like he just wanted me to know that we can play with him, not just pray, pray, pray all the time. So I will just read this up. My child, I am the great I am. I am the God in detail. Watch the flower, the birds, the butterfly, and all of nature surround you. They are color in specific unique colors, and they are dressed in a specific way. Very detailed. So I'm a very detailed and specific God when it comes to my children. The twists and the turn in life can be uncomfortable for you. The U-turn sometimes can be unexpected, but I'm in the details and I know what is necessary to be done. I'm the gardener, remember? So enjoy playing in the garden. Yes, between now and then, there is a weed that needs to be plucked out. There is a pruning to be done. But remember, it's not always doing, doing, and doing, and doing that I put my children to do. You are a being. Be you in the garden. Do not refuse to play. Do not refuse to play with me. I pay the price so my children can be free to play. Most of my children refuse to play with me. They are all in the garden, but not many see me as a playful father. Uh, yes, I'm serious about my kingdom, but there is a playful side of me that others do not see. Remember, you have permission to play, to explore, adventure with me, and pray together with me. It's my job to do the how or what to do, or what to say. And you, my child, just explore and be there and ready to play and watch what relax and resting in me feel like. There's no striving in love. My children do not need to fight for my attention. I have always thought of each of my children day and night, night and day. After all, my children are the apple of my eyes. So chill and relax. Just as I am. Danny, that's so good. He wants us to play. Like he, you know, he's not a taskmaster in the sky, you know, with a with a whip that's there to slash us, you know. 
you know, when we don't do, you know, we don't get out. And and I think it's um he wants us to play. How appropriate for a long weekend to <laughs> just to take time to enjoy him. You know, and you know the thing is when we're playing, <clears throat> we're actually in a better frame of mind and we build relationships with others, you know, through that. Um too so that's um that's really really good well one of the things that god spoke to me about uh like his character was he's just saying talking to me about his redemptive nature how he redeems people that um you know he takes people from the mori play clay um and um, to see that, and even uh, in some of the one-on-one conversations I've had with people lately, it's um, it's you know there's there's a bigger picture for what God wants to do in your life. But we we get um, like I was talking to some guys on Monday, like they've been through a very uh, five years of very tight money. Like, and so, like, it's, it's been about how do I, how do I earn the money to put petrol in the car, you know, to put food on the table this week? Like, it's been that. And, and I just sense that God was saying, I want you guys to step back to say, look at, go for the bigger picture about what he's trying to do here. He's, um, he took us back to Second Kings 4, you know, the widow with the oil, um, that, in their case, it was like the God had already given them the oil, given them the thing for their hand to produce. Now they had to actually bring the money in, which is what the widow had to do. You know, she went back to God and said, okay, I've got all this. The miraculous has taken place. I've got all this oil, but what do I do with it? And then the prophet said, go sell the oil, pay off your debts. You and your sons live on what was left. And it was, it was like, uh, so I've been reflecting on that, thinking how often do we get to the stage of God does the incredible, we see the miraculous, but we're still in the situation we're in, but he's calling us to go to that next level, to go out, to do it, and to move forward uh, with it. So I want to encourage you with that, that he's that redemptive God, that he's and he, he sees it all the way through, but we need to work with him. I'm doing that, but and play with him and have fun with him and to realize how much he has anointed us and guided us and directed us. Um, and sometimes it's just, um, you may not feel anything. I was, um, listening to James Gore, a podcast about talking about the Asbury revival, and you know, because he went there, he said. It wasn't that you felt the presence of God there, like I felt it in other places, but it was just an honoring of God and do that. And sometimes we don't feel the presence of God, but yet God is at work and doing things. This is really good. Roseanne, good to see you. You've popped in at the end there. Hi, sorry, I, I must have got my times mixed up. I it was seven. No. It was six till seven. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Oh dear. Now like they've been going back to normal, throwing everyone out. <laughs> I know, I know. I love what you were saying though. And um 
I think it is a time of sitting in the sandpit with the Lord and dreaming, <laughs> dreaming big. Yeah. Yeah. I Restoring dreams. Um... I, I, I've been reminded again, like Joel talks about in the last days, you know, I mean, we'll have dreams and visions and yeah. just being, um, and I think I've mentioned this before, that we, like dreams and visions are the language of heaven. Um, to do that, to not to be afraid to dream, not to be afraid to have vision and mm-hmm. and to move forward with that and see, to work with God on that. So it's really good. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. Well, may God surprise you over this long weekend with joy, with play, uh, with great relationships, connection with others that you never thought was possible, and that provision that lasts this like the widow with the oil that provision that's enough to pay off the debts and enough to live on what was left for the rest of her life so bless you guys abundantly as you move forward in him today thank you thank you thanks